Hello and welcome to a Wooder Panther. Side quest. I'm Thick Jim. I'm Smokey D. If we had like cricket chirping noises, it'd be good to put them in here oh, now. Okay, I could put those in there. Okay. Um so I guess the first question is <laughs> where's Kirk? Um well we're not entirely sure. Well no, we are. <laughs> Kirk <laughs> Kirk's just very, very busy at the moment. He's um like he's literally swamped. It's it's honestly crazy, and we know from a podcast point of view that we've not really put much content out. We started recording season three. Kirk's just totally, totally swamped. Um, so we we thought we'd invite, not invite, invent this new kind of show called Side Quest, where we don't necessarily need all three of us. It's not really a Wood of Panther episode. But it gets you, our loyal listeners, some content. Um, I think you have to be prepared for this. There is no Kirk, and Kirk does everything. Every, everything. everything. <laughs> All the editing. Um, yours truly, Smokey D, will be doing the editing of this uh, after. So if it is really terrible, that is why. It's um, also gorilla as fuck. Like, yeah. Currently, <laughs> I'm not even going to try and explain how we're recording this, but... We're basically, we have one microphone between the two of us. And I have the microphone. Um, <laughs> I'm going to explain it because it's funny as hell. James is currently talking through his headphones, but not in the way you'd think. He's got, he's got one of the actual earpieces up to his mouth uh, and is speaking into it. And for some reason that's working. So Yeah, we're, we're not sound engineers by any stretch of the imagination. So if somebody wants to explain to us how this is working, we'd love to know. Well... When Kirk emerges, we'll get him to explain it, and it'll but, be fine. Um, actually, we've we've done a bit a few tests, and we found that the audio quality is not too bad. So we thought we'd just go with this. Yeah, it like I say, it's gorilla as fuck. Like this, the Viet Cong podcasts would be more <laughs> <laughs> um, would would be more suitable than this. But Dan's going to try editing. I'm talking through a microphone, <laughs> not through a microphone. Sorry. <laughs> I'm talking through a pair of headphones. Everything's a microphone if it's picking it up. So. Everything's a dildo if you're brave enough. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we wanted to kind of treat this as um, an opportunity to get some content out while we're working on season three, given that there's a, a load of stuff going on and um, you know, we're just struggling to find time at the minute. And we thought we'd treat this as a bit of a quasi-Christmas special as well. Yeah. So um, this uh, is Wood of Panther Side Quest 1. we haven't come up with a title yet we'll get a title there will be a title by the time you've done it but um so kirk when you listen to this sorry in advance dude um if he ever listens to it he's too busy kirk is gonna have a fucking aneurysm when he hears this i promise you like the audio file in kirk is just gonna curl up and cry but we love you really (laughs) dude so we've got uh, a lot of dead air as I'm searching for my question, which right, Dan's um, going to cut out. Where do you want to start? Do you want to? Because we had we have like one main thing planned. Um, you could kind of pop that in the middle if you like. Yeah. So um, I guess like it's been since what August was when we released the season two finale. No, August was when we released the episode with Sam. Uh, or was it September with Sam? I think it was September. I messaged him when it came out. Yeah, so we're talking like summertime. Summer, summer, yes. summertime. August, September time. Yeah, um, which was a brilliant episode and it was great to hear to have Sam with us and it was great to see um, the support that we got from that episode. It's 
our most shared episode ever and our most popular episode i believe or our second most popular at least so it's really really cool to see that and we're uh, we're super happy with the results of that but season three's cooking we've recorded what four episodes four, of season, yeah. season three which is i think is some of the funniest work we've done yet oh it, i i'm so sad that it like that it's delayed because I really want to listen to them back. <laughs> half of the stuff I genuinely cannot remember. Half oh, the I'm, stuff at, we've I'm at the point where I can't remember. Either. All I remember is us just laughing, like just we were crying. At something about an egg. Spoiler alert: something about an egg. But that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it being the, the funniest thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like we we know that you guys are desperate, and we were hoping that um this side quest thing can evolve into a bit of a we can like it doesn't have to be all three of us it doesn't have to fit the main format of the show but we can give you guys a bit of extra content so yeah yeah if dan's not about then me and kirk could do one if i'm not about then kirk and dan could do one you know and if kirk's disappeared into the fires of mount doom like he has at the minute then me and dan can do one yeah so um which somehow i feel like it's gonna be us mostly (laughs) Kirk, Kirk's just very busy at the minute, and we do miss him dearly. Yeah, and I have. We been... were concerned about his life. <laughs> yeah, there was a uh, last week. I had to text Amelia because I was like, I haven't heard from him in a month. I'm very concerned he might be dead. <laughs> and to be fair, when his brain explodes from hearing this, <laughs> he might be. We've probably murdered him. <laughs> anyway, so um, as it's a quasi Christmas special, we thought we'd talk Christmas. Um, so we're just gonna we're just gonna shoot the shit. And um, we've got a couple of points to discuss. So do you want to go first, Dan? Uh, sure. Um, like it, it, we use the term points and topics loosely. Yeah. Because it's just like stuff to talk about. And it's, I was, it's just two white dudes having an opinion, which is really unique yeah. on the internet. It might be. So go, Christmas is a time for movies. And I, I just when you think of Christmas, you think of movies, you think of treats, you think of presents. Um, maybe you think about your family, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, and me and Lauren were having a conversation the other day about, like, because she randomly said, oh, we need to watch some Christmas movie. It's getting Christmas. There's, like, we have to watch a Christmas movie every night. And I was like, absolutely not. We're not watching a Christmas movie every night because there are only four good Christmas movies. Okay. And this is where it can get controversial because my opinion is always correct about this kind of thing. Um, I'm under the... So we came up with five. I think it was five. It might have just been four. But I remember disagreeing with Lauren's choice. But I had to at least let her have one. Um, Can can I pause for a second? What? I really feel like you're about to ask the exact opposite thing that I'd planned to ask. Oh, (laughs) well. So... It'll be a good segue then. Um, What? So yeah, I've got... Four or five, if I can remember if there was a fifth one, um, that are actually the only acceptable Christmas movies to watch or watch at Christmas. I'm not including Harry Potter. I know that can be a... Harry Potter has Christmassy vibes. Yeah, and and it's often like associated with watching it at Christmas because it's just a thing that happens. Yeah. Um, Because transphobes come out at Christmas, yeah? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Clearly... Die Hard is number one on your list, right? I have not watched Die Hard <laughs> still, so uh, it's also not a Christmas movie. We we no Christmas isn't a Die Hard movie. <laughs> we established that Christmas and Die Hard have nothing to do with each other. 
uh, on our last Christmas special. Um, we are sober for this one, by the way. Yeah, we are. I'm a little bit hungover, but... So, sober enough to drive. Sober enough to drive. To your house twice. Uh, my, yeah, we'll forget about that. Um, yeah, Christmas movies that are good and actually worth watching. Home Alone. Yep, agreed. Uh, by extension, Home Alone 2 if you want. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Except Home Alone 2 is ruined by the fact Donald Trump's in it. Yeah, uh, it's not explicitly like one of the options, but it's yep. by default. The same with the next one, which is Gremlins. Yeah, okay. By extension, Gremlins 2. Yeah. Um, but it's mainly the first ones. Um, my brain's gone blank. What was the other one? Lauren said Polar Express, which is the one I disagree with. Uh, because I- A, I haven't seen it, and B, I don't want to. It's, <laughs> I think... It's if you grew up with it, mm. it's phenomenal cinema as a as a like it definitely gives you no, nostalgia vibes. Yeah. For me, I think I was a little bit too old for it when it came out. Yeah. And then I never saw the appeal of it, but I know that some people are like obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, it's also probably quite rare in the grand scheme of Christmas movies, and I'm going to make an assumption for the rest of your list, which is it's animated. Uh, one of them. No, no, none of them are animated. Polar Express is though. Apart from Polar Express. So that's like, that's a bit of a unique thing there. Yeah. In the grand scheme of Christmas movies, because if it's not puppets and weirdos, yeah, is it a Christmas movie? Mm. Well, the other two uh, were Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't know if I think it's good. It's iconic. Such, it's, it's, it's iconic. It's got it a, have to be it's, good. It's got a special place. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is Jim Carrey's Grinch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can make an argument for Love Actually, but Love Actually is just very problematic. It's just all kinds of weird. I on, honestly, Love Actually is one of those things that I really, really struggle with. Um, I've watched it fully once, and then I've watched it in bits every Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just. <laughs> I'm just Every time I see it on the telly, I just go, nope. Well, my parents watch it religiously at Christmas. So it was when they watched it that I happened to see bits of it. No, Muppets Christmas Carol, uh, I would say, is a very good one. Um, But... But then, yeah, you can't uh, can't name another good Christmas movie. Home Alone. Home Alone 2. Yeah. Um, I mean, Die Hard. It's not a Christmas movie. We've established this. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think because like, it may be a good movie, but it's not a good Christmas movie. I think I think you're right. Um, I think it's very difficult to like Christmas movies seemed massive in like the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah. Like every Christmas movie, I, like, I can think of millions of them, mm. but they're all like Hallmark movies. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, oh, my name's Sandra Christmas, and I'm moving to a small town that's like full of people who love Christmas but I'm a hard working New York yeah. business lady who doesn't celebrate Christmas and doesn't have a family and then Christmas spirit by the end yeah and then I fall in love with Mr. Christmas Tur- <laughs> Mr. Turkey who <laughs> who also loves Christmas but yeah. and then all of a sudden it cuts to me quitting my job and moving to the small town and living with Mr. Christmas um, oh Santa Claus the one with Tim Allen is it Tim Allen? Ah, uh, no. I mean, it might be Tim Allen. It probably is Tim Allen, but also uh, not a good film. Uh, I... The Snowman is not a good film. It's iconic and whatnot, but as in like we're it, walking. Yeah, in it's here. just dribble in it. Yeah. <laughs> 
once again animated. Uh, yeah. I don't have a thing against animated films, by the way. I don't want this to be a... Bad Santa? I... <laughs> you see, your, your problem is, is you just don't like Christmas comedies, right? Yeah. Elf is, uh, like, Elf. unbearable. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... I cannot stand it. I feel like Elf is overkill. Uh, it's overrated yeah. and just, like... Ooh. I think... I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before. I just don't like Will Ferrell. Do you call it? A, do you call it a Christmas movie? Nightmare Before Christmas. Because um, Nightmare Before Christmas, I really like, but that's because I was an emo, so my personality resulted around like. I guess yeah. Okay. I'll... Is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? If it yeah okay both. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I feel I'm like gonna... Nightmare Before Christmas. We, yeah, we've got another one. Six. Um, I'll, I'll allow that onto this. That can take the Polar Express's place. <laughs> I feel like um, I'd love to see a Christmas horror. Krampus. That's garbage. Yeah. So <laughs> like a real Christmas horror. Mm. Like, I want like The Purge, but it's Santa. Right. <laughs> Brilliant. Like, if you've been naughty, you're nice. And if you've been naughty, then Santa comes down and he's like... <laughs> it's Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Little Billy's brain's getting blown out. <laughs> Here you go, look. Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, holiday. Uh, it doesn't count, but The Guardian's Christmas special was good, but that's not film, that's a short. Single all the way. Uh, office Christmas party. Yeah, the, all these just become nothing films. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, who the fuck decided Edward Scissorhands was a Christmas film? I'm literally Googled popular Christmas films. Eyes wide shut. Isn't that a sex thing? I don't know. Gremlins surviving Christmas with the relatives. So what was your what was your question if it was the opposite of mine? <laughs> well, no, I, I think we need to talk about this a little. No, 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 no. no we're into, we're into the dregs now. <laughs> okay, so we need to get out. So what you're saying is I've only been able to add Nightmare Before Christmas into this yeah. list. Yeah, there's no way anything more you find okay unless um, you count Mean Girls there's a Christmas scene in that yeah that's yeah. not a Christmas movie though no that and see this was my question my question was there's like and uh, ironically I was going to be like oh there's loads of Christmas movies mm. there's loads of terrible Christmas movies <laughs> <laughs> I'll quantify that as um, there's loads of Christmas movies but there's very few or not very few there's lots of movies as well that I find are not Christmas movies in inverted commas yeah. that people watch at Christmas. Mm. So, like, obviously, the Harry Potter series yeah. is a big one, and I think that's because you've got the big Harry Potter like Christmas scenes, especially in the early ones. Yeah. When you get to like Half Blood Prince, you start caring less about oh look, it's Christmas pumpkin pasties, and you're more like, uh, when the fuck is Voldemort gonna die? Yeah. <laughs> but, that's too miserable for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like Harry's like literally beating the shit out of Ron because yeah. they've fallen out over the fact that Ron's dad's tried to fucking ban them from Quidditch or some shit, and then yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, but Merry Christmas, Harry." Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, uh, yeah, not going down that road. But like, obviously, Die Hard, mm. like, is one of those ones where it's a constant debate as to whether it's a Christmas film. But mm. I. I see it as like it's perfectly acceptable to watch a Christmas. Yeah. It's set at Christmas. Yeah. Like whether or not you consider it a like dashing through the snow. But then if you have that argument, there's another film 
that no one really ever goes, oh yeah, that's a Christmas movie. Uh, but it's set at Christmas. Um, no one really watches it at Christmas. Iron Man 3. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, there, there you go. So Iron Man 3 is, is exactly the point I'm trying to get. What's the non-Christmas yeah. Christmas movies? Like Iron Man 3? I, I see. I always feel like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars are also films to watch around Christmas. And I, and I just, and I don't think that's because they're Christmassy. I think it's because you've actually got the time off work. You can kind of sit. Yeah. Like the weather's crap. You want to sit in and watch, like, you know, mm. cuddle up by the sofa and watch something. So you've got like a big, epic set of films to watch. Yeah. And I think that really makes a difference. Um, what else? Uh, I think, yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas was kind of one of those ones where I thought it would be either way like some people yeah. are adamant it's not a Christmas film some people are like it's a fucking Christmas film deal with it you slag yeah um, <clears throat> I feel like I feel like there's like plenty of things that you can watch like Mean Girls Mean, mean Girls, Girls has, has yeah. that Christmas scene there's lots of things that have a little Christmas scene here and there that means you can kind of get away with it at Christmas yeah. I mean according to Google eyes wide shut <laughs> well it depends on because some films are like it's set some are set over like a short period of time and some are set over a longer period of time. So yeah. Christmas happens to fall in. I feel like... that kind um, of... The Hawkeye series is uh, set at Christmas. Yeah. Because they uh, go to the Rockefeller Center and the ice rink and the big trees there. Um, I feel like... Oh, what was it? I can't remember what I was going to say now. It was... Um, oh, I feel like... Like... The stereotypical family comedies as well are okay at Christmas, like Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah. Like I feel like sitting around watching Cheaper by the Dozen or mm. um, those kind of those kind of films are, are are good for Christmas as well, even though they're not Christmas films. Yeah. Um, Dodgeball. Is there a Christmas scene in Dodgeball? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I get what you mean. It's just a light, like easy to watch. Yeah. Like a light-hearted... Yeah. I feel like if it's a comedy film, you could probably watch it at Christmas. Yeah. Um, oh, does, does the OG Spider-Mans have a Christmas I was literally scene? just thinking about that. Like, is there a Christmas scene? I feel like there's a Christmas There's definitely scene. a Thanksgiving scene. Yeah, there's definitely a Thanksgiving scene because that's when Norman's like, your little girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Who do you reckon be better as Green Goblin, Will, Will Ferrell or Willem Dafoe? Obviously, Willem <laughs> Dafoe. Like, <he> <laughs> um, holes, love holes. <laughs> oh, do you know what definitely has a Christmas scene and is a brilliant film? Airplane. Airplane. Airplane is basically. Well, that's another one. Like all the scary movies. Scary movies. All yeah. the kind of B movie. Yeah, parody parody garbage what is, happened to parody movies man they're, they're all too offensive <laughs> yeah no, like airplane airplane I think, yeah I think is definitely one um ooh. there's bound to be a James Bond that has a Christmas in it right yeah there's bound to, well there's um die another day what, is it die another day where he drives around the ice palace yeah so that's kind of Christmassy I know it's Iceland so, but yeah um <laughs> if it's got snow it's yeah. Christmas <laughs> what about um uh, what was it like? The proper cringy old comedy, like good ones, like Zoolander. Zoolander, yeah. I feel like Zoolander has a Christmas scene in it at some point. Um, 
Ooh. No, I, 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 I'm just trying to think of any others. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, uh, what the fuck is an American pickle? <laughs> We're the Millers. I've watched that at Christmas. We're before. the Millers. Yeah. Do you like We're the Millers? That's the one with. Um... Oh, screensaver. Um, um, what's his name? Is it Will Poulter and? Yeah, Will Poulter, yeah, isn't uh, it? And uh, Emma. Roberts. Is it Emma Roberts? Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And that other guy. Yeah, the the main guy who we can't remember. Who's Ted Lasso, and he? Yeah, he is. One. Yeah, he is Ted Lasso. Don't know his name. Um. Oh, what about um the Kingsman films? Yeah. I feel like they're Christmas Christmasy to an extent. I feel like you could sit and watch those at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. If you're into that. I'm not into that. Hunger Games. Not into that. Um, what about the uh, OG live-action Scooby-Doo's? I can see you watching them at Christmas. Good. <laughs> so, technical difficulties. Uh, we're just no longer being following us. I oh, know, no, no, we are. We are. It's oh, cool. Yeah, we just stopped following it. It was no, still going. <laughs> I was just hoping we weren't. We we hadn't stopped yeah. recording. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, this is um, yeah, gorilla as fuck. Yeah, uh, all the little bings and bangs again. Yeah, kept in this, like, one. this is almost like a wood of panther behind the scenes. Yeah, like you're hearing all the bits where we're like uh, raw, uncut. <laughs> yeah, in Bruges, in Bruges is definitely a Christmas film. Oh, that one I fell asleep to. Yeah, and dribbled on Cara. Yeah, <laughs> in Bruges, right? In Bruges is one of my favourite films of all time. I love it, and it is definitely a Christmas film. Because it's literally set at Christmas in Bruges. Mm. It's a dark comedy. Um, oh, yeah, I'm watching that at Christmas now. Are you feeling pretty Christmassy at this point? No. Christmas for me doesn't start until the 20th. Is that cause the day after your birthday? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I very much lived a... I very much had a similar thing when I grew up because my dad's birthday is the 13th. Mm. So my dad was always like, Christmas decks can't go up till the 14th. Yeah. And... Um, it was. It, it always meant that I feel like Christmas is two weeks, not a month. Yeah. Whereas everybody else is like, well, everyone else is like Halloween's over Christmas. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not about that life. Well, we've got a we've put our Christmas tree up already. We well, put it up on the first of December, because Lauren's been asking since September. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we're, we're not putting a Christmas tree up this year because uh, I'm spending my Christmas break decorating. Oh yeah, you are, aren't you? So I've I've also I'll Christmas decorating. Do you trust the dog? With the Christmas tree. No. Exactly. We uh we uh saw a thing on on TikTok how to stop your cats climbing the tree. Is when you get the tree out before you put it up, you just chase them around the house with it so they're scared <laughs> of it. It's works, they haven't climbed the tree. I mean <laughs> They've tapped the baubles at the bottom a little bit, but other than that they've just not cared. I mean I mean it's not a bad idea, is it? Really? Just make <laughs> the, like like the Hoover, make them scared of it. Yeah, I mean leave it we've alone. just bought the Carpet cleaner and the dogs immediately are scared of that as he yeah. is the Hoover. It looks like a Hoover, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and it and it still goes <laughs> to him because we're crate training him at the minute. Mm. It's actually brilliant because he just goes and hides in his crate, and then he's like, "Ah, you can't get me in here, mm. vacuum." Maybe I should chase Jellybean around with the bin because she keeps climbing in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chase, chase slamming her. the lid open. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Put it on a Roomba. 
<laughs> Brilliant. What's this bin going around? So, um, yeah. So I think we've we've discussed now Christmas movies, and we've yeah. established there are only six true slash five, six <laughs> true Christmas movies. But there are lots of movies that you can substitute all the other garbage Christmas movies with. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess would a Panther advice? Stay away from the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. And just watch Spider-Man. Just trilogy. watch whatever you want. And call it Christmas. Yeah, watch the Spider-Man trilogy. Celeste and I have been watching all of the Spider-Mans in order. Yeah. Uh, we're now on. We've now just got to watch um, No Way Home. Yeah. But oh, and the Spider-Verse ones, which are obviously the best. Yeah. But um, the problem is, is because she hasn't watched any of the MCU, I'm having to give her like a 20-minute debrief at the yeah. start of every film now. Yeah. <laughs> which is uh, hard work. But have you seen No Way Home? You haven't seen it, so it's no, new for you. It's new for me, but okay. I know. Spoilers. I know the spoiler. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so we'll probably be Spider-Man filming this Christmas um, a fair bit. Do you know what else? Right, I know we're talking animated films um, that I feel are Christmas films. Mm. Sounds weird because I don't remember it actually having a Christmas scene, but I do remember it being on at Christmas a lot. The Tom and Jerry movie. I don't remember that being on a lot. I always remember for some reason it was on at Christmas. Hmm. I don't know if it's because it has like a... Does Frozen count as a... Ooh. Sorry, that's Ooh, a... Take Frozen. a tangent there. Frozen. Now. <laughs> is, it even set, cause is it even set at Christmas? It's definitely set at winter. Well, it's it's perma-winter, isn't it? Because she makes it winter, yeah. Like, it, But that doesn't mean she makes it Christmas. Yeah. Like, it could be August. <laughs> I think yeah, it's, it's if it's got snow in it, it's Christmas. Yeah, hundred percent. That's, that's how it um, works. I just don't think there's anybody actively watching Frozen anymore because I feel like kids have killed it for everyone. Yeah. Like, how it was many, never that good anyway. Yeah, but how many toddlers have you heard sing "Let It Go"? Yeah. It's mad because Moana's way better. That should have been the one that got all the hype. Yeah, but Moana's not got white people in it. Uh, that's true. <laughs> so uh, Disney. Still a little bit racist. No, no. It's just the audience. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, a bit of both. <coughs> probably. Anyway. So. Moving on from movies, I think. Yeah, let's get on to the big question. Because this was oh. a topic of debate with our friends. Um, that kind of, we were like, we need to sell this on a podcast. Yeah. Definitively. Um, Christmas chocolates. Treats. Treats. I don't. I hope we've interpreted this the same way. <laughs> I think so. Okay. I think so. So the conversation that was brought up amongst friends was selection, uh, not selection boxes. Uh, what are they called? A chocolate assortment. Assorted, yeah. Like the tins. The, the, yeah. The, the chocolate tins. Yeah. So celebrations, uh, quality heroes, tree. quality street, roses, roses, which I think we established pretty quickly what the order of trash is on that. There's some debate, but um, yeah, we put it this way: we know that like Cadbury's is better than anything yeah. else, so Cadbury's is always going to come out on top. Yeah, and Quality Street is, is just hot garbage. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just basically toffee pennies. Yeah, they try and rip your jaw in Bring half. It down. Um, um, so we kind of said to each other: should we bring out our top five-ish Christmas treats? Yeah. 
we were going to do like a full on tier list but yeah well, eventually we'll do like we'll get every selection box and mark each individual item yeah in a, in a, and find the definitive worst one the toffee penny <laughs> <laughs> and the definitive best one funnily enough also from quality street which is the purple one yeah and then everything in between will be f- like and then rank by points uh, and whichever box has the most points is the best box collectively yeah uh but that will take some planning and lots of chocolate eating and testing. Oh no, what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe we'll get Kirk in on that one as well when he's yeah. back. Okay, so do you do you want to do you want to throw out like should we go from 5 yeah, up to we'll, 1? Yeah, we'll start at 5 uh, and compare. So let me get my list. Make sure I'm So this is going to So do you, do you want to quantify what we consider a treat? Yeah, well, for me, what I've done is anything that's sweet and you eat, you yourself associate with Christmas. Yeah. Not necessarily, like, you might associate something that I don't associate with Christmas and so yep. on, so that, that that can be a thing. But anything sweet that you associate or that you class as a treat Yeah. at Christmas. Yeah, and it's stuff like it might be available all year round, but it feels special at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, number five. Okay. I feel like this gives a clue into my where my argument will go with the selection boxes, but it is roses. Okay. Roses is my number five. My number five, like I, I appreciate roses. I feel like roses are very good in the scale of of yeah treat like that kind of thing. So, um, if that's your only assortment tin, yeah, it is my favorite box. Then yeah, I I can't disagree with that. But yeah. I feel like extra special at Christmas is Ferrero Rocher. Nice. So number five for me is Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher, nice. I like it. Number four. Yeah. What's your number four? Um, my number four is the um like assorted multi pack thing of lint truffles. Oh yeah. What so like is it the the, the Lindor? Yeah, Lindor, the Lindor, balls. Yeah. Yeah. And all the different flavors. I got a, I got a box there for my work secret center oh, from my work secret center. Nice. So I was very pleased with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four is the chocolate that you get in advent calendars. Chocolate? Why does chocolate that you get in advent calendars? It's the cheapest, Nasty. trashiest chocolate. But you just you like every day you're like, it's banging. It tastes better, doesn't it? <laughs> it, 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 it does. It, taste it's better. different. Yeah. Um, it's not so. It doesn't taste quite as good when you get the Lego calendars. <laughs> <laughs> They're a bit crunchy. Yeah. Just you pay your pound or whatever it is, two pound. And you get your cheap trash chocolate. Yeah. Um, number three, I've gone for a Yule log slash chocolate log. Ooh. I do like me a chocolate log. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Mine was going to be the Cadbury's Santa selection box. So you oh, know yeah. the one where you get like the like curly whirly yeah. fudge, dairy milk. Yeah. Like I thought about that one, and I thought that I couldn't, I can't put it above any of the rest, but. That's a good pick. Number two. My number two is going to be a bit weird, I think. It's the Mint Matchmakers. Oh, I forgot about them. <laughs> oh. It has to be Mint. Oh, Chris- Christmas mint is Mint Matchmakers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 
I don't know if I can put them above roses. <laughs> oh. Are you about to shift everything up? I don't know if I'm ready to just be like, advent calendar can go and I'll swap out <laughs> matchmakers for advent calendar. I think the thing is to remember with advent calendars is there's such a variety, isn't there? You can get yeah. the really cheap shit ones. Like, do you remember you'd get, like when we were kids, you used to get like a Star Wars episode two mm. one because that film had been out this year. Yeah. Like, and nowadays you get much better ones, don't you? Like you can get the Reese's ones with the mini peanut butter cups or you can get like the... Like the yeah, Lindor. but I'm talking the basic. Yeah, that... The generic. <laughs> oh, The ones where clearly somebody just poured chocolate into a plastic tray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think you're onto one there. I forgot about that. Yeah. The ma- matchmakers. Oh. Unreal. Uh, my number two is Lindor. The okay. Lin- the Lin- Particularly the hazelnut ones oh, or yeah. the dark chocolate ones. The dark chocolate ones are my favourite. Oh, incredible. Oh, I love um, them. But yeah, they're my number two. I love them. Okay, so it's, what's your number one? Number one is Ferrero Rocher. Oh, okay. I love Ferrero Rocher. My number one, and I, I like, I've been saving it, and it there's a slush in there. Yeah. In that there's one I prefer out of them. Yeah. But they're all the same. The lint chocolate. Reindeer Snowman oh, Santa. Oh, yeah. I had that briefly on my list and then I took it off. That's like for me, unwrapping that foil and it, the reindeer is the one. Yeah. Like, the, the Santa and the Snowman are the same thing, just in a different shape. Yeah. Like, but, and they're actually the same thing, just in different foil, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> as to each other. But the rain, like the reindeer is slightly different shape, isn't it? And that's just the rabbit. Mm. But from Easter. <laughs> but my lord and there's something special about unwrapping one of those reindeers at Christmas the gold foil the little bell round the neck oh. and then you just crack its head in yeah <laughs> <laughs> I found the best way to do it is if you grab the face with like the underside of your thumb like there and just press in on the eye it just pops in per- it just pops in perfectly and you can just chip away rather than it cracking and crumbling everywhere yeah. right in the eye <laughs> Yeah, that's like um, gentle squeeze. Like to go to a different holiday, Easter. Like everyone always has like their own specific way of opening an Easter egg, don't they? Whereas yeah. mine's like a pinch at the top. Mine smack it across my head. <laughs> <laughs> I like to just crunch it at the top, and then it kind of caves in on itself. Easter eggs are mad as well. I know it's a Christmas special, right? But Easter eggs are mad because it's this, like you go and you buy like let's say a Galaxy Easter egg. And it's less chocolate and more expensive than just buying a bar of Galaxy. But for some reason, you do it anyway. Well, it's all right when you get the ones that also include the chocolate bars. Isn't yeah, it? I suppose. But even still, it's like... <laughs> you could just buy... You could probably still buy just like the the bigger bar and then yeah. the two little bars and it'd still be cheaper. <laughs> like, there's some absolutely banging... Like, we've totally gone on to Easter now. Some absolutely banging Easter eggs. We've seen the ones where it's like... Um, I can't even think of the company because they're not like a regular chocolate company. Mm. But they'll be like, it'll be an Easter egg, and then it have like fudge bits and smarties. And oh stuff yeah, set like the special the egg, like, and it looks like the egg's cracked. Yeah, in the middle. like those beautiful. Mm. I had a, it was from Aldi. There was I don't know what if it was just Aldi brand or whatever, but yeah. it was a re- like a dark proper dark chocolate, like the darkest of chocolate. Oh. Oh, it was so good. It was one that you could only eat a tiny bit at a time. I've got some little 70% cocoa dark chocolate bars in the cupboard. Incredible. Love them. They're from Aldi. Yeah. So, okay. So, we've established our list. Do we put together an official Wood Panther list out of our two lists? Yeah. So, 
let's look at the ones that we both both the ones that we both shared were Lint, a Ferrero Rocher, a Ferrero Rocher, now, a ma- let's say Matchmaker as well. Okay, now you said Ferrero Rocher was your top. Yeah, I said it was my lowest out of those. So does that mean it automatically goes to three? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, so so Ferrero Rocher is three, but your Lindor was four, right? Yeah, and mine was two, <laughs> so that makes that number three. Okay. So we'll just we'll leave those two at three yeah, and well, see. So we're basically balancing ourselves out. Yeah. Um, and then matchmakers. Where would you work? Like, because mine were number three, right? I'd say mine are four. So let's put them as four. Yeah. Because they, they're kind of we're we're not in a midpoint. Yeah. Um. And then you got the lint. So I agree. What have we got? Lint rabbits or lint reindeers. Yeah. Etc. Yule log, chocolate log. Yule log, chocolate log. I've got roses, but I feel like that's knocked off because that's my bottom. Yeah. Okay. So I'm because obviously Yule log's better for me. Yeah. Um, when you're talking uh, Yule log, you're talking about a proper one that you slice up and down with cream. Oh right? yeah. As opposed to the little um, ones that Cadbury's do. Yeah, yeah, no. Because Cadbury's do Yule logs, but they're like m- no, mini rolls proper, filled with chocolate. Proper yeah. one with like the powder. After around. Christmas dinner, job. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and then Advent chocolate as well. Advent chocolate, okay. Mm. I feel like Advent chocolate is a bit... Like, there's too much variety, if you know what I mean. I think Lint, the Lint bunny needs... The, sorry, reindeer needs to go two or one. Okay. Because I also agree with that. Right. How how are you with Yule Log? Are you, do you like it? I, I, are you a fan? Yule Logs, for me, a nice Yule Log can't be beat. A cheap Yule Log, you, I'd rather have something else. All right. What was yeah. your What was your other ones? Um, the Matchmakers, the Ferrero Rocher, the Lint Bunny, the Lindor, and uh, the uh, selection, the Cadbury Santa selection. Now, I'm happy to knock the Cadbury Santa yeah, selection. Yeah, that's got to go. So, Yule Log number five. Yeah. Then we said matchmakers number four. Yeah. And then Ferrero Rocher, Lindor two and three. Yeah. Interchangeable. I would say Lindor three, Ferrero Rocher two, because yeah. we got Lint at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Solved. Yeah. So there you go. That is the definitive Christmas treat list. Yeah. If you are looking for something, get yourself a Lint Rain. Some kind of Lint, basically. Lint Raindor. <laughs> Have you seen that? Speaking of Ferrero Rocher, though, I feel mm. like they're slightly less special because they're easier. They're like easier to find all year round yeah but have you seen I also feel like Lindor are as well yes but I find that it's harder to find the variety pack all yeah. year round it's like you can get the milk chocolate ones all year round yeah, yeah. but unless you go to a specific Lind, Lindor shop yeah you'll struggle to get the variety pack all yeah. year um did, should we have included Toblerone nah I, feel I like thought about Toblerone when I was making the list it doesn't feel Christmassy does it doesn't it? feel Christmassy enough yeah it feels like airport. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> airport food. I'm going to Spain. I'm, I'm having getting a Toblerone. <laughs> that or one of them Milka bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they used to be, right, Milka bars were like European special, yeah? yeah? Then they came here and they were everywhere and they had all sorts of weird flavours. Where the fuck are they now? I don't know, but they are really good. Oh, 100%. They're beautiful. Mm. I bought one on the way back from last time I went to Spain. I was in the airport. It was like seven euros. For a bar, and I was like, I can't not. It was massive. Okay. It was a proper 
big one and I sat in the airport and just ate the whole thing. <laughs> I was only there for like three hours. <laughs> Speaking of Ferrero Rocher, though, to go back to my point, have mm. you seen that they do Ferrero Rocher bars now? No. So they sell them at the corner shop around by me. You can do a milk chocolate one or a white chocolate one, and they're like, "Oh no, I have seen." They're them. like yeah. half a Ferrero Rocher yeah. set into a bar of chocolate. Yeah. Like not the same. Is, no, not the same. I feel like if it doesn't come wrapped in foil. Have you had the giant one? Yes. It's. I know it's not got like the no. It's stuff inside. It's got just throw rushes in it yeah, it's, it's <laughs> still very good it's impressive it's like it feels like almost it just makes it Christmassier if it's covered in foil or takes oh, extra yeah. effort especially to gold that. foil or silver yeah. foil it just takes extra effort to get into yeah it's like um, have you ever had toffee fee toffee fee I haven't had uh, the, the little button thing yeah like yeah what do you think to those um, yeah. see I don't mind them like occasionally I'll get a like a, I'll see them in like a B and M or something, and it'd be like a pound for a box of toffee. Like, <laughs> Don't mind if I do. But, um, so I think we've definitively sorted out. Yeah. Um, chocolates for Christmas. Do you want? Do you want to give the the public, the world, your uh, definitive Smoky D's uh, Christmas chocolate box tier list? My, oh, now what? As a sort of like. Yeah, I think I think you can do. It. I think if we go if we go via the big ones, the big four, the big four, I think I because I'm fairly aligned to yours. Yeah, it's hard. Like like I say, it's hard because Quality Street has the best and the worst chocolate in it. Have you seen now? You can get the big purple one as a chocolate bar. Yeah, and the big green one as a chocolate. Bar. I like the uh, talking to this with my work colleagues. Um, I'm talking about this with my work colleagues. Um, you can go into like John Lewis and you've got like the towers and you can make your own box so you can just leave out all the trash ones yeah. and just fill it with purple ones. Yeah. <laughs> or just, they do like the purple one box. They but. do lots of, lots of stores do similar things, don't they? With yeah. like heroes and shit. And do you know what's really weird with that? M&M World does it. Yeah. But M&M World does it with like colours. So like you can just have a box but full of fucking blue M&Ms if you were like, what the fuck is the point in that? <laughs> yeah. I could understand if it was like, oh, I want a mix of like crispy, peanut, and oh, regular. Yeah. Like, but why do I just want exclusively blue? It? But they also do ones where you can put your initials on them. You get all but the brown ones, racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the brown M&M is sexy as fuck. Have you not seen the brown M&M? The glasses, no? I thought the green one was the glasses one. I don't know. Oh mate, I'm sure the brown M and M's the one who's like a fucking I thought it was part-time the, dominatrix. I thought it was the other way around. Right. Okay. So this is a question to the the, the uh, audience. Write in and tell us who is the sexiest M and M. If you had to spend a weekend alone with one M and M. Um, yeah, go on then. You give us your definitive characters while I Google which is the sexy Eminem. Characters, you mean? No, chocolates. Chocolates. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I say, it's it's difficult because the, 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 the chocolates deserve their own individual ranking. But by box, by average best, Roses is my favourite. Uh, Heroes is second, then Celebrations, then Quality Street. Um, purely because Roses, although it doesn't have the best chocolate in it or the worst... It's got. It's the only box that I actually like everything in it. Like, there's nothing that you'll actively. Get I will eat the whole box. Roses has coconut ones though, doesn't it? No. Oh, does it not? It does not. I thought it used to have a big chunky coconut fucker, and I don't like coconut. No. The uh, 
bounty and celebrations. Yeah, and that's... Quality Street has a coconut one. Because I, I, that's that's what. Well, me... I like Bounty. Bounty's actually high up on my list. The thing is, Bounty's high up on my list of celebrations. It's maybe not full, but on celebrations, it's quite high up. But the but the coconut one in Quality Street is garbage. Yeah, the coconut. That's, <laughs> I think that's the one I'm getting confused with. It's the dark blue one in and Quality it's Street. Literally just a solid brick of coconut shavings wrapped in like, like the thinnest layer of. The chocolate. thing is, I like coconut ice, which is just a block of coconut, like sugary coconut. And I like that. For some reason, they just, which is basically just bounty without the chocolate. Yeah. And for some reason, Quality Street have just done it wrong. I don't know what they've done to it, but it's just not nice. Yeah, I mean, here's a question. Do the dick veins on the chocolate make it taste better? Uh, yeah. Because I feel like the difference between the Bounty one and the Quality Street one is the dick vein. No, it's the I think it's the quality of the coconut. Okay. The actual inside. Because dark chocolate Bounty is incredible. Yes. Like, you, you get the dark... Big the red packet one. <sighs> yeah, no, I don't like coconut, but for some reason I do like that one. It's just dark chocolate and coconut. Just, yeah. They're just... They're meant to be together. So, so carry on with your tier list, sorry. Um... What, what was I saying? You've done quality, quality Street. Quality Street's the bottom. Then Celebrations, was it? Celebrations. Then Roses. Then No, Roses is top because it's the one I like. Roses is top because it's the one I like everything in. Yeah. Um, then Heroes is because there's only one I don't like, yeah. which is Eclairs. It's yeah. not that I don't like Eclairs, it's just I'd rather not. I feel like because you can't buy Eclairs on their own, mm. they're explicitly for Heroes yeah. at this point. And although they're all right, they I always feel like there's like a massive ratio of them compared to the others. Like yeah. it's almost like oh, like let's make it sixty percent eclairs and then forty percent everything else. Yeah. That's my issue with it. And it's it's the same with the toffee pennies in Quality Street. Yeah. And uh, what's the other one, the fucking toffee finger? Yeah. I don't like, like that either. They're both trash, but yeah. for some reason There seems to be more of them. There's always the same more. with like not that I don't like Snickers, but it feels it feels like there's so many Snickers in a celebration. Yeah. Um, yeah, Snickers, Snickers, I don't mind, but I feel like that with Bounty. Maybe it's just the ones you don't like you always see more of. It's because you're eating all the rest. <laughs> yeah. And then there's loads at the end. You're like, why there's so many? It's because that, that's all that's left. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were right, by the way. The brown M&M is the one with the glasses, but both the brown and the green M&M are pretty... Um, Saucy. Fine. Right. But then, have you seen that? The, I, I didn't know there was a purple M&M. No. That looks like a female version of the yellow M&M. Oh, derpy. Ophi. No, just I think it's supposed to be a peanut M&M, so it's a bit... Goopy. <laughs> a bit thicker. Warpy. Thick with two Cs. Um. Yeah. See? Oh, yeah. I don't... It doesn't look... What the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 Sorry, I've just seen um, M&M's rebrand as S&M's. It's clearly a parody, but somebody has photoshopped like one of the M&M's with a ball gag in its mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, why not? Why not? Well, why not? Um, okay, so we've got we've so we've now just decided top Christmas movies. Yeah. Top non-Christmas movies you can watch at Christmas. Yeah. Um. Top five Christmas treats. Yeah. Top or the correct order in which you should purchase. Yeah, because my opinion is correct. <laughs> well, I'm, I would agree with it 95%. Yeah. Like, I can probably deal with heroes 
like I can deal like for me the positives of Heroes outweigh the Eclair being the only one that I'm a bit yeah because I don't dislike it I'm just a bit meh yeah. about it but the thing is with roses for me as well is although I say it's average I really like the strawberry creams like they are incredible and the hazelnut ones and yeah they're just roses like I don't understand why roses get so much hate um yeah but I guess I. I'll admit I'm slight anomaly because everyone seems to hate Bounty and Snickers, but I'm not Snickers. The, I like Snickers, but I'm Bounty. I'm I'm of the like uh, Twix and Milky Way are the ones I don't like. I love a Milky Way, Twix. I feel like the problem is is the little mini Twixes. There just ain't enough Twix. <laughs> like I can enjoy a Twix if somebody like if I go out to the shop and I buy like one of those Twix extras, the yeah. really long ones. I can especially with a white chocolate one. Mm. I can enjoy it, but. A little Twix is pointless. Yeah. Like, it almost doesn't even feel like... Yeah. What, what are you doing to me? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I mean, I guess I guess we've we've pretty much sorted out Christmas. Yeah. Um. Top five Christmas carols, go. No. So, <laughs> I actually did have one more thing to mention. Um, go is, on. Is, is, did you, did you have a, any exciting Christmas stories about, like, when you were younger, like... Maybe you've d- like done something you shouldn't have done, or you found out about Santa not being real, um, or that kind of thing, and you've kind of been like not not particularly, but I do, I do have a memory that I feel really sorry for my parents with. Yeah. So when you were a kid, um, you, you did you leave uh, mince pie and a, and yeah, a, like for me it was uh, mince pie and a glass of sherry. Yeah. Santa, who must have been wasted by the time he got to my yeah. house, if everyone and was a carrot for the reindeer, and a carrot outside. for the reindeer, and like well, you'd come downstairs in the morning, the mince pie would be gone, um, the sherry would be gone, and normally at least a bite taken out of the carrot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. there'd be like a little <laughs> remnant of carrot left. Yeah, and I always felt really sorry because I felt like my dad literally had to just go <laughs> into this <laughs> carrot. But there was one year, and I remember it was the worst year ever for him um, because he we bought from like. Uh, Santa's Grotto job. Mm. Um, reindeer food. Specific reindeer food. Mm. Uh, which was essentially porridge oats and glitter. <laughs> in a bag. Yeah. And so Christmas Eve comes round and you know, little baby James goes outside and sprinkles out his reindeer food all over the patio. It fucking hammers it down with rain overnight. So what happens? The reindeer food basically turns into glittery porridge. So I wake up in the morning like it's Christmas. My dad's outside having to hose the fucking glitter porridge. Dad's just out there in his fucking dressing gown. Like, For fuck's sake. <laughs> and I'm like, Santa's come! <laughs> Glitter porridge and Santa's come. No, no, not Santa! <laughs> Jesus, no! No! <laughs> not, like, not like that, Dan. Mum, what are you doing with Santa? <laughs> Is that why they got divorced? Uh, oh no! <laughs> but ooh. 
Um, and I also remember when I was really young, when I was really young, my dad got me, uh, or my parents must have bought me, and this was a big thing because it was obviously like pre-internet really, it was a um, telegram mm. from the North Pole and it was like a really fancy certificate that was like, and it was a letter from Santa and it was like, dear James, I've heard you've been a very good boy this year, I hope you're looking, and that thing was my pride and joy as yeah. a kid, <laughs> I was like, yeah, fucking Santa said I was the best, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah crazy what about you so it's nowhere near like that but (laughs) (laughs) it's uh there's two that stick in my mind there was one um there was one year where i'd asked for the lego jabber's sail barge oh nice it was the first one that they'd ever done um so it's like the proper classic one before they had like printing on special molds so it was like just a jabber mold with no printing on it and i just really wanted it I, I i looked at it all year like i want this this, uh, if, I suppose for you, like it's particularly bad because you've got Christmas and your birthday so yeah, close. Yeah. If so you I, want something, you've got to wait. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, that when it was at the top of my Christmas list, like this is what I want. Circled in the Argos catalogue. Yeah, circled in the Argos catalogue. I used to yeah. do that so it's a kid. We, no, we never circled it. We'd go in and they'd say write down the code. No, so what we page had, number and code. So what we what we did was we would go to Argos like a yeah. couple of month, like a month before Christmas, and we'd get because there was four of us, we'd get yeah. four Argos catalogs out yeah. the, out the um, box out the front, and then we'd go in and it, and we'd literally just get a pen and circle. Oh them. yeah, no, we or would. we'd um, if we didn't have enough Argos catalogs, we'd go through, circle it, and write our initials next to it. Yeah, so it'd be like J, Beyblade. Yeah, on our list, we'd literally like write. It'd be like a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> the item, the little number you get with it, the page number, and then the code. <laughs> Argos is Argos is buck wild. Man. Yeah, like the fact that you go into the shop and they're like, "We've got everything, but you can't see it." Mm. <laughs> and like, we've had fuckers, this conversation before. <laughs> like most fuckers, like you'd order a catalog, and then the catalog would deliver to your house. Yeah. But instead, it was like, no, you've got to come to the shop. Come and the, get one with the catalog. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I was I wanted that set really bad, and I remember it getting close to Christmas. Um, obviously my mum had started buying the Christmas presents, and she was like, "This was a time where I was kind of like, it was slightly past my Santa days." Um, so I was like, I knew my mum was buying presents, and she'd basically gone, "You're not allowed in this room. This is where all the presents are. Yeah. Don't go in there and don't look." And they were in. My brother's room. Apologies if you can hear the dog barking. By the way, on the recording. I... Well, we can't because we're not listening. But I was gonna see if he chilled out, and then I'll just cut this whole bit out. No, he's not gonna chill out. Just carry on. All right. So it's like a fucking shit team's call. Yeah, it was in my brother's room when he was because he wasn't there anymore. He wasn't living with us, and he had a bunk bed. So all the presents were on the top bunk of this bunk bed. I was still quite short. <laughs> so I had to climb. I went in one day. Like, I have to know if I've got it. Like, I have to. I can't. Like, the anticipation for whether I've got this present or not. I have to know. And I went in one day when my parents had gone out. And I was tippy-toeing on the, on the bed. Pulling myself up onto the bunk. And lifting the thing that was covering. And I saw it and I went, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I quickly ran out and I was so happy for the rest of the month. Like, just waiting. And then it came to the day to open it. I was like, here it comes. And then you turned out it was your brother's. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, I, I did have a similar story to that where I, I was really, really after a Beyblade. Yeah. And, like, particularly a legit Beyblade. Beyblades were just, like, peak cool. Yeah. And I was like, 
I'm after a real genuine like they had in the TV show Beyblade. Mm. And um, I, like, and I was used to as a kid. I used to have a stocking that was in my room, and then like big presents downstairs. So like under the Christmas tree, you'd have like the big shit, and then yeah. um, we'd have a sack. Yeah, at like the a, end of our bed. Well, yeah, it's a similar thing. Yeah. It was just a stocking hung up on my door. And I remember I woke up at like 4 or 5 a.m. And my mom, and I was like, Christmas. My mom was like, go the fuck back to bed. And I was like, can mm. I open one present? <laughs> she was like, yeah. So I was fucking reaching around this stocking for anything that was remotely Beyblade box size. Yeah. And shaking them because I knew you had to build them. And I was like, oh, I really want this fucking Beyblade. <laughs> and I opened what I thought was a Beyblade. Turned out to be a Bionicle. <laughs> I would have been happy with a Bionicle. <laughs> I mean, I was happy with the Bionicle. Yeah. It was one of them little geezers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the ones that you got the mask and everything, and they were like, but I had some other bionicles. Yeah, but but um, turns out I didn't actually get the Beyblade till Boxing Day when my auntie had bought it for me. Uh. <laughs> so I was like, Christmas Day I was like, where's my Beyblade? <laughs> <laughs> like, at least you got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you see, you're the youngest, so I bet you didn't have any like Christmas disasters. No. So I had for Christmas one year, and it got him in. Six, seven. I had the OG Lego Hogwarts from Philosopher's Stone. Do you, you know the one? Yeah. Fucking massive with like a million different rooms and like the mirrors would spin around. Yeah. It was incredible. It was like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. Mm. Spent Christmas Day, like Christmas morning with my mom building it because like it. Um, like seven or eight it was out of my league yeah yeah. me and my mum were building it for ages and then boxing day comes around so I'd had it for like set up for like 12 hours <laughs> and yeah. my brother just fucking walked straight into it <laughs> and I just fuck I throttled him <laughs> fully like Homer and Bart Simpson <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have been like three or four oh. and I was like and I remember even when he when he was even younger than that it might have been the year before I had, uh, I can't remember what they were called. They, they were a massive um, com- toy company that did like remote controlled cars and shit, but they were yeah. like extreme remote controlled cars, like ones that could climb up walls and bollocks like that. Airhog. It wasn't Airhog, but it was similar. Yeah. And um, he, I, I got for Christmas, I got this set where it's like a remote controlled car and a robot, and the robot chased the car, mm. and if it crashed into the back of the car, the car flipped. Yeah, and you like, and it was like game over. But if you managed to get around the robot, you could crash into the robot, and the robot would fall off. Yeah, and you'd be like, "Oh, I won! Mm. It's fucking brilliant, right?" Um, opened it all up, unwrapped it, turned it on. My brother started to fucking scream at this robot, <laughs> like the autism scream. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> and I was like, and then I wasn't allowed to play with it oh. because it scared him. That sucks. Yeah, and like, my room wasn't really big enough for it. Like in my in my mum my mum and dad's house at the time, mm. it was like open plan between the living room and the dining room, so it yeah. was perfect because you could like drive around, chase it around the dining room table. And, mm. But my bedroom just wasn't big enough to do it. So basically, I got a remote control car and no robot. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but yeah, that sucks. You, Younger siblings are just the worst. <laughs> I am the younger sibling. <laughs> so I've got that. Um, <clears throat> well, my one last thing was uh, finding out Santa wasn't real was I woke up one night, one Christmas night, 
and I just thought it was the morning. And I just went downstairs. <laughs> like, it's time for presents. At like 10 o'clock at night. It was probably like midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, my parents were just shoving presents under the tree. And I just jumped on the sofa and was like, I'm ready. And I looked at them and they were like, it's midnight. <laughs> Let's go to bed. Like, oh. <laughs> went back to bed. That was it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, do you remember all the excuses you used to get for why Santa like used the same wrapping paper as your mum and dad? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, he ran out. And he I don't think I, some... I don't think I was smart enough to clock that, to be honest. <laughs> I was always like, oh, well, he ran out, or we ran out, and we had to borrow some off Santa. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, that that makes sense. I yeah. assume just, like, in November, Santa drops it down the chimney, doesn't he? <laughs> Delivers the wrapping paper. The wrapping paper, yeah. <laughs> he does like a pre. He does like a fucking advanced run for yeah, yeah. the wrapping paper. Well, the elves do it. I, don't I know. Just, like there was just such a weird thing, wasn't it? Where it was like you just assumed that every adult knew Santa. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Like he travelled the world, but it was like, like, I'll call Santa. I'll yeah. fucking let him know that you're being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you call Santa and like, please hold, you are 3,456 in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, it was madness, right? Yeah. I, I mean, it's one of the things I'm really looking forward to because obviously, like, the the people of the show don't know that I'm now expecting my first child. Yeah. <laughs> and News drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm expecting my first child in May and I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. This is yeah. the shit I'm looking forward to the most is like, the, the, like the Santa Claus, yeah. the fucking yeah, Easter Bunny, and all that crap, but it's gonna yeah. be uh, <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. Mm. Um, I think we've done our side quest. We've done a side quest. Thank you, adventurer. You have completed your side quest. <laughs> Here's four wheat. <laughs> <laughs> Please take this bag of holding. It's like it's like the like the Skyrim ones where you go on a side quest. You're like, find my sword for me. Oh, you found it. You can keep it if you want. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> this like, is going straight in a chest in my house. I'm never was, using it. Cause it's trash. I distinctly remember there was a game I was playing, and I can't remember what it was. Um, I've got a feeling it was Hogwarts Legacy, but I don't think it. I don't think it was. And it was um, the guy was like, "Oh, I really need you to find this treasure." Mm. And then he legit says, I didn't care what the treasure was. I just wanted to know what it... Like, I don't care about having the treasure. I just wanted to know what was inside the chest. Yeah. It's like, bruh, you've just made me spend like three hours <laughs> looking for this box so you can read a note. Yeah. And he goes, I knew there'd be treasure. And you're like, what, are you having it? <laughs> are we splitting it? <laughs> yeah, one of them. Um, so thank you for listening to this absolute raw dog episode yeah hopefully your ears will not be writing complaints um and, and well hopefully you get to hear it because you know if we murder kirk we'll probably not put it out it's <laughs> that bad but um yeah uh, unless kirk doesn't hear it before christmas <laughs> before christmas there you go. And, uh, I, haven't, I don't know what day we'll release it on no we're not we're not sure we're, basically dan's got to try and edit it then we've got to it shouldn't take me too long. Then we've got to send. I'm not really doing too much to no. it, am I? Then we've got to send it round the Wooda Panther production studio for approvals, and if they don't reply, it it'll, goes. It'll come out anyway. <laughs> but you'll you'll get it around Christmas. Yeah. While Christmas is still relevant. Yeah. Before New Year. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, thank you again for listening. Uh, it and hopefully, if, even if season three is delayed, we can give you a few more side quests yeah. before then. So. Um, Enjoy your Christmas, enjoy your new year, and you'll hear from us in 2024.
Wow. Wow. I've been Thick Jim. And I've been Smokey D. We miss you, Kirk. <laughs>